Uh, no, it has gotten so popular on TikTok. It's interesting. No, it's kind of like our if fast cars. Scream. You think about it. I think that's the perfect note to end on. <laughs> fast? Are should, you more fast car or are you more speed drive? Yeah. Comment we below. Are, no, we're fast. <laughs> that's our dichotomy: fast car and speed drive. Speed drive. <laughs> Put it in speed drive. Which is funny because you are a queer woman, and I am also a queer woman. But you know. In another way. Yeah, in another way. <laughs> <laughs> Manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. We're Quinn and, and we're Becca. Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love for each other. The auto-tune in your voice is really moving there, Claire. Yeah, no. Caroline uh, should be that, scared. That a lot of girls <laughs> should be on watch. Oh. No, it's true. Yeah. Ooh. No, oh. I totally get that. Mm. Um, that's a little sneak peek of what we're talking about today, I guess, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, but before that, for all of that, mm-hmm. I am with my friend Quinn, so yeah. I need to know what the hell has been up with my friend Quinn. Quinn, what even is up? It's so when we record this podcast via Zoom, it's usually late at night and or not late, not like super late at night, but in the evening time, in the night time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, my Zoom always switches from like day to night and it gags me every time. <laughs> What does that mean? It just like I have it set where my computer changes from day to night. Like it goes from like white to black. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So the theme. It like does it like as we're recording. And it gags me a little bit every time. Um but yeah. So what's been going on with me? Well, I'm I'm in the I'm in the thick of my first week of classes at camp. Okay, so you have some sign-ups, some signees, some participants? Yeah, so first of all, I'm teaching my first ever yoga class. That's very exciting. Oh, nice. To the children. It is a little bit of a challenge, though, because so our camp goes from like, I don't know if they're rising first graders. I think they are because there are some young kids at our camp, like rising first graders up to like rising sixth graders. Oh, boy. And I have that whole gambit in my yoga class <laughs> i just couldn't deal with that um, yeah i know it, it it's like a montessori school kind of vibe um <laughs> when i'm in the, when i'm in the yoga oh my class goodness <laughs> and so i'm like okay but that's actually been going well because the older kids are just chill Good. and the younger kids we do do hour-long blocks so for like a first grader an hour is like a really long time to do something so yeah for sure but it's not gonna be your typical yoga class where everybody's like zen out and stuff because they are kids so i'm not gonna be like hey you have to relax the children right calm down plus they're at summer camp like my boss made a really good point she's like yeah if kids are like running or anything or like saying any like they're at summer camp like (laughs) right it's not supposed (laughs) to feel like school (laughs) yeah um yeah but anyway so yoga's been going well i also teach this thing called camp challenge where i give them like somewhere between like a camp game and like making them use their heads a little bit more that's nice. going well. All those kids are chill. Um, then, so my drama, like, 
class didn't make. So we made this weird like Frankenstein class called creative art. Okay. Creative arts. And so, but then the older kids like didn't fill out their uh, surveys because all the kids got to pick their own activities. And the older kids mm-hmm. like told their counselors that they already filled out the survey and their counselors believe them. So. Oh, uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where things got a little weird. Um, and so the kids came in Monday and they only had like so much to choose from. And so a bunch of them got stuck in creative arts. And so dealing with kids who were like, I didn't sign up for this. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> fully aware. Fully aware. I said, yeah, but we're in here together. Uh, what is the other class that didn't make it? I forget if there was something else. Um, I said I would do more stuff with them. We've only been playing drama games so far. We've been playing some gotcha. zip zap zop. Classic. I Take taught them back. both. I taught them both ways. I know how to play zip zap zop. Perfect. Um, they struggle with their lefts and rights. They take after their teacher. Of course. Um, so that was totally fun understandable. Ones with lefts and rights. Um, mm-hmm. and then okay, my struggle class a little bit is my last class of the day, which is another like Frankenstein class, which is book club, yearbook, and creative writing. All in one. Yeah, all in one. But creative yeah. writing only has one student, so it's like kind of chill. But anyway, um, so, but again, that's one where it's Montessori school vibes. Like I have every age student in that class. Gotcha. And so for book club, they can't all read the same book because they're all different reading levels. Of we course. don't have like a printer on our site, so I have to like I don't have access to a printer to like print out materials because the printer at my house also doesn't work. Um. Perfect. And so I don't really have anything for the kids to read for book club. And I was trying to plan like my lessons for the rest of the week today. And I just, I could not come up with anything. <laughs> oh, no. Today I had them draw a picture of like something from their favorite book. And then I was like, but I was like, I can't have them draw every day. They're going to get so bored. <laughs> I'm be sick of it. And it's not have them put on a little play. Yeah, but sometimes they don't like that either. Um, oh dang! They can be a little. They suck. I blame they're... them. <laughs> they're in that. They're in that stage where they're too aware of themselves. Right. Uh huh. Like, oh so, god. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, I'm being perceived. Um, <laughs> but it's like it's okay. Yeah. And back and I know that never fully goes away. No, 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 no. <laughs> Something you have it to persists. deal with. It transforms, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> but um, my mom made the same. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make them do a little scene. But it's also like so many of them. Like there are there are over twenty kids in that class. <laughs> so oh I'm goodness. just like I'm just like hey y'all. <laughs> um, and so it's also and I also can't be like because we have like board games and like card games and stuff they can play if we have time. But I can't just be like, okay, book club, you're playing games today, and then be like, your book, here's your actual assignment. <laughs> you guys actually have to do things. Um, <laughs> like the rest of us. Wait, but... why is there a yearbook? Is there a yearbook for the little camp? Like, that's yes, that is, that is That is the idea. That's wow. the idea. Fascinating. So we are gonna, we're working on that. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to get them to like lead it and be like, okay, guys, so what do we want in the yearbook? And they're kind of mm-hmm. just like, they kind of just like stare back at me sometimes. I'm like, okay, so, um, we must do more. So it is probably gonna be my primary responsibility. Like, 
within the next two weeks because our camp is only four weeks too which is another thing it's like a yearbook for four weeks of camp but yeah anyway, <laughs> i'm gonna be like two weeks from now i'm gonna be like uh sleepless nights making this yearbook on canva oh my god i have canva and a dream <laughs> and what else does a girl persist. need really <laughs> like to be truthful I made I was I was feeling like graphic design was my passion because I was making printouts for the kids on Canva. I was like, oh my God. It's good fun. You no, know it is good fun. To. It's yeah. good fun. Um but yeah, the kids are so fun. I do I do genuinely like spending time with them. Oh good. Um even if they That's what it matters. do annoy me sometimes. Um I like the people I work with a lot. Um good. except Oh, there are some counselors. So, like, I'm an instructor. <clears throat> so, I, like, mm-hmm. teach the classes. And then we have counselors who are, like, with the kids a little bit more. And they, gotcha. like, assist the classes. And they're supposed to be, like, participating and stuff. And they're, like, mostly in high school. And, girl, COVID really impacted these high schoolers. <laughs> like, their brain function? Yes. Like, they're... Oh. They, they do not have sense. Oh, no. I'm, like... They- I was filling in children. Yes, I was filling in (laughs) babies having babies. (laughs) I was filling in for this one counselor today because it was his birthday. So he was out. Um, And I was in the room and I was in like the first grade, second grade room. Uh So those kids are rambunctious, you know. Of course. Um, And the girl who's like with them, she sees the blocks transitioning and we have a schedule like we have a schedule and it's the same every day that says okay we transition to our first block at this time we transition to our second block this time she sees Mm -hmm. people in the hallway and she comes up to me and this was after i told the kids to clean up because like if it's five minutes before we transition i'm saying okay my friends it's time to clean up yeah and so and i start helping the kids clean up to model good behavior and so she comes over and she's like should we like line them up to dismiss and i was like well, yeah, it's nine twenty-five. <laughs> of course, ma'am. Of course, that's how, I'm like, girl, you do this every day. <laughs> um, but, so that was that was kind of funny, but that's just that's an example of sometimes the kids, um, the high school kids. Um, but today I had mm. I didn't have a moment where I like looked at them for help and felt completely helpless. Where have I I have had those moments over the past couple of days okay that's where i've been like i've been setting up something or i've been trying to do something and i'm like hey can you guys like play a game with them real quick and then they're like blink, 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 blank blink. stare yeah <laughs> anyway um but it is weird it does make me feel like an adult in a weird way like i'm very like adult in the workplace at the at your summer camp, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's like a nine to five, <laughs> but it's also it's almost like it's like a full time job. Um, but no, it is because I I am like I think this might be the first time in like a work setting I've actually been like above people. Well, that's exciting. Like I have like a higher rank than other people. Okay, okay. Not that I'm like power so or anything, but. Right, 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 right. It's a new experience. Anyway. Is there, do like the instructors kind of have like a vibe going and the counselors have a vibe going? Oh, yeah. Or... We're we're very okay. like, we're very separated. Yeah. We love, I love the counselors. We all like, we're all obsessed with each other, or the instructors. Right. The instructors, we're all obsessed with each other. Good, good, um, good. And like, we all eat our lunch together and um, like, 
have our decompression time, (laughs) complain. And it's what I'm missing in my other job. At my other job, there's no one to complain with. Like, Well, then what's the point of having a job? No, literally, I'm like, guys, come on. (laughs) Somebody has to. There's like one girl who's like, I've heard complain. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. There's like complaining. There's a smart way to do complaining. There's a highbrow way to do complaining. And there's a lowbrow way to do complaining. Of course. Like, if you're just going to complain about the same old things, same old shit, same old shit, and, like, not get creative with it, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. If you're going to be funny. I need funny, new characters. I need yeah. new sayings. If you're going to be funny, if you're going to, you know, um, you come up with, like, new ways to complain that I haven't thought about. If you're going to yeah, point yeah. new things out to me that I haven't noticed but are fucked up. Analogies. I love like, an analogy while complaining. I, yes. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's like. If... It's almost as if, like. <laughs> hypotheticals um, bring them in bring them in exactly exactly <laughs> and like it's i listen to um i listen to the i've had a podcast with those two white ladies who complain of course and like they are they are like expert level shit talkers and yeah. that is what i'm looking for like that's the level i'm looking to do things at mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and some people aren't at that level uh, but no, me no, and the no. instructors we we get, on that le- we get on that <laughs> level good um so yeah, but that's been the camp job. Mr. Quinn in full effect, back in teacher mode. Um, and I did have this really funny moment today where children's perception of gender is always such a funny thing to me, especially as somebody who studied gender in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got I got my first question today. It happened. I feel like it happened earlier when I worked for the camp a couple years ago. But mm-hmm. I was talking to this one kid. We were like coloring or something. And he goes, why do you talk like a girl? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I just talked like me. And then he said something about another instructor who is a woman who presents a little bit more masculine. Mm-hmm. And he was ta- apparently he's made comments about how like, oh, she wants to be a boy or something. So he's just, you know, he's he's operating on that level. Right, right. <laughs> and I actually pulled a I I. I pulled a Hobartian moment a little bit because okay. I said I said to the child just without even thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, I stole her voice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, said, I, I love I it. Go, I go, have you ever seen Little Mermaid? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I stole her voice. We switched voices. This is exactly what I would do. I switched. <laughs> And and they're all like first graders and second graders, and they're like, no, give her voice back. They're like, you have to give her voice back. And I was like, now I like her voice better. Suits me. Suits me. Suits me exactly. And I started doing the ah. Oh Oh my my God. God. Those kids. Uh, So, first of all, my one, the one instructor in the room starts like laughing so hard she has to leave. And then, I stole her voice. and then um the kids were like asking me to do that for the whole like re- for the rest of the day like last period when i was helping them dismiss they kept going do the little mermaid <laughs> please please i had to do it, like four different times then apparently my the camp director like or our site director um was like oh all the kids were asking me they like heard you but they couldn't see you so they were like where's ariel <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? I haven't even seen the damn movie. Oh In true Quinn Murphy fashion, I ain't seen the damn movie. Like the original or the either of them. Either of them. I have been in the musical. Nor one. I've been in the musical twice. Okay. Fair In my enough. defense. So you know I am the gist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not IMF. IMD. Okay. IMD. Well, 
IMDb. <laughs> Anywho. Filing my official or paperwork <laughs> to immigrate to Idgafistan. <laughs> Idgafistan. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, my uh, God. Wow. Um, so that's camp. And then I've been listening to music lately. Um, I actually wrote okay. my newsletter about this this week. Um, so if y'all read that, um, you might have heard this, but I was obsessed. Have you ever listened to the Japanese house? I feel like I've listened to some of their stuff, but not this album. Oh my God. Their last album. For some reason I was like, oh, they put out an album. I didn't even listen to their first album, but I just liked this one song of theirs. And so I just put it on and then I was like, oh, wait, shocked <laughs> the sonic environment. I was like, wait, I'm so into this. Oh my it's God, like kind of melon created. It's melancholic. So I, I'm always looking for that in mm. the music. Yeah. Um, there's a Muna feature. So I was like, wait, I was listening and I was like, wait, this sounds like Muna. And then I, was, I looked and I was like, wait, it is Muna. <laughs> um, Look at you. But it's also still hopeful. And there's a dead dog song. We need to talk about the genre mm. that is dead dog songs. I know. Who started this? I Probably don't some know. weird country artist. Like I think it's like from the 50s. Yeah, I think it's like a new thing though. Cause the first one I ever was aware of is was Big Star by Lord. Okay. Um, and then there's also Maggie's song by Chris Stapleton, which is a country song. Um, mm-hmm. and now the last song on the Japanese house's album is all about her dog who died. Um Damn. So I there's like a whole thing that a lot of people go through there's a whole subgenre of dead dog songs um japanese house birthday july 13 kansa uh, wait happy wow. birthday to her by the time she hears this oh my god it's so true <laughs> um but anyway oh and then of course we have to talk about major release this week yeah of course speak now taylor's version so speak not now Speak Now is my favorite Taylor Swift album, is what I say. So Okay, so how you feeling? I'm I'm f i felt great. I felt great, to be honest. Listening to all the re-recordings, I was like, oh. Do you have any thoughts about um He was a moth to the flame, she was holding the matches? I just wish that honestly, I just wish that we would have just kept the original lyrics <laughs> <laughs> to be truthful. <gasps> I don't care. I didn't really care that much either way it went. Like, it does surprise me. And I do think, I think they're clever in both. I think they're, both lines are clever in different ways. Sure. And they just feel so out of place to me. I do ultimately think, I do ultimately think she made the right decision because, like, I do ultimately, because the people who have been mad at her keeping it in would have been so much louder than the people who are like kind of half jokingly being like, yeah, like, because nobody, nobody's seriously like, no, you should have kept You are (laughs) anti-feminine. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha. No, but there are people who would legitimately, legitimately, if she put out that like line today would have been like, you are anti-feminist, you are anti-woman. Whereas like, um, I feel like everybody who's like, oh, why is it not mattress? Like everybody's kind of half joking. Gotcha. About that. Like nobody's fully serious. Like, no, we need to shame this fictional woman for (laughs) um, (laughs) the thing she does on the mattress. Um, Yeah. I will say of the vault tracks, and I've only listened to the vault tracks a couple times now. 
I feel they're underproduced. So I literally haven't listened to them yet. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. Well, Speak Now is already a little bit of a document to like take in. <laughs> you better believe it. Because it's Taylor's it's Taylor's album where she didn't really care about song lengths. And look, I love Preacher's Daughter by Ethel Kane. I'm clearly not in for a boot scoot and boogie <laughs> 252 song. Right, right, right. I can I can sit for a 10 minute <laughs> song. <laughs> <I'll do> well. <laughs> or thoroughfare, whichever yeah, yeah. whichever 10 minute song we're talking about. Um Right. But it is it is like long when you get into it. Mm-hmm. Um and then the vault tracks come, but I just think that like like there's one like my favorite is probably Timeless, which is like the last vault track and I feel like Okay. It's an interesting song. It's kind of similar in storyline to past lives by Kesha, where it's like in any life I met you, I would have fallen in love with you, which is like a cool sentiment. Aww. But I yeah. feel like with that sentiment, you need like a big sweeping, like orchestral, like it should be giving enchanted vibes. Like it should be like a sister of enchanted, but it's just like, it just feels a little like underproduced to me. And who knows? Maybe it'll gotcha. grow on me a little bit more. Right. But and then also I mean Enchanted is a perfect song so exactly exactly um and then Haley Williams again Taylor she like Haley gets like a verse on Castle's Crumbling but like okay underutilized because Haley Williams can fucking blow like that girl can sing what is up with Taylor well I I think (laughs) it's like I think she like didn't want somebody to, like out sing her on her record because like she's never <laughs> like she's never collaborated with someone like that like Phoebe right. Bridgers, Lana Del Rey, Maren Morris they're not these they're not these singers who are gonna give you like well Phoebe Phoebe can if you've ever seen her perform me and my dog from the live right. shows but like she'll scream Phoebe definitely can but like she doesn't like do it a lot um, right but like probably because it's so painful yeah but like Lana Del Rey, Phoebe Bridgers, and like um, they're not like known for like their like towel. They're pipes. Like, yeah, they're pipes exactly. If you will. Whereas yeah, like yeah. Haley Haley Williams is like like yeah, she's the rock All singer. All I wanted was yeah, what? and she um, does that every fucking night of a tour. Should be over on the butterfly. That video of her singing in the stew loves it. I watched that probably twice a year. I need to watch it. (laughs) Oh, it's just raw, just raw vocal. I love one of my favorite things is um, watching like Broadway cast recordings, like when they're in the studio. Yeah, I love that for some reason. But do you think that's that always sounds? played with to me oh yeah oh yeah so that's another thing about the broad like they play the actual like the well, finished track. recording see them sing. and i'm like yeah. well how did they know this was the take or is it just like like i want to know i want to i want to do an in-depth interview with someone who's edited one of those videos and ask them everything about <laughs> it because i need I to, know. to know like so yeah. i'm like was that the actual take because it matches up quite well or oh my god do you think they like have it all in the can and then they shoot those like just for promotion i would thousand percent believe that i would believe it too i hope it's not true should we start a conspiracy oh my god 
I think, it, I think it is. I think Guys, we have found <laughs> out. You know the podcast? You know the podcast I don't know. Just where that guy, that guy explains movies to the other guy. And he's like, you will not believe when the <laughs> oh, mother our of these two twin boys. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast, you mean? Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good joke. Oh, man, it makes you job scare. Yeah. I do know that yeah, one. Of course. <laughs> I'm familiar. No, but he talks like that. But if we do that for just guys, you will not believe what the Broadway <laughs> cast of every single Broadway show has ever done in the history of forever. Hamilton, I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you? <laughs> Speaking of conspiracy, did you see? The Shane Dawson and um his husband are expecting twins. Pardon? <laughs> Shane Dawson's gonna have a baby. Two of them actually at the same time. I have to Google this. <laughs> you understand, right? Are you, well, lying? Yeah, are you fucking just, lying? No, no, no. Okay. No, Becca, <laughs> why would I lie about something like this? Shane I um... work at a camp. I'm pretty sure I can't lie about something like this, like legally. Right, 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 right. Um, Wait, how did concerns. you find this out? It was on how Twitter. You... Like Pop Crave or Pop Buzz tweeted it out. Shane Dawson. But they they worded it. There was this tweet that killed me. They worded it like <laughs> um, Shane Dawson and boyfriend Ryland Allen or husband Ryland Allen say they're expecting twins. And someone quote tweeted it and goes, expecting them to do what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, expecting twin boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 the the reply tweets mm-hmm. so many pictures of cats <laughs> yeah 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 so they both cat. freaked me out as like <laughs> they freaked me out as a couple so bad actually oh me too me too me too me too i just i hate like i just hate lazy content and right there's a certain subsection of video creators whose whole thing is like oh my significant other i ended up dating this significant other who was a huge video creator and so i started creating videos and had a built-in fan base and yeah and then my sister started doing that and had a built-in fan base exactly then my mom started doing that and had a built-in ba- like guys mm-hmm. it's like we can't be doing this <laughs> yeah and like some people are genuinely like go and like do their own thing based off of it like Julian Solomita, mm-hmm. great example. Like he, yeah, had a built-in fan base, but he did something, di- like he did something complete. He did stuff completely different from what like he Jenna had his did. like own idea, yeah. Uh-huh. And he still, and he still like creates his stuff even without, even now that Jenna has like gone Jenna. away from the internet and stuff. Um, yeah, and but like- just vlogs from different angles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just a vlog from a different perspective is crazy to think that that's like what what's the point mm-hmm. yeah so you can you can get a different pov um what's about to say i also hate those tick- i've always hated those tiktoks where just somebody like with the laptop in front of them and they're just repeating the video repeating yeah like the like they'll do like the dance moms like kelly and abby fight oh and they just something. say what happened mm-hmm. and they're just like doing the same things 
sometimes yeah. interesting when they're doing like a, and they can do like all the movements too i'm like okay this is a little bit but like i'm just like you're ultimately just repeating what another person Repeat. said right 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 oh uh, and then there are all the there's these um you might not know about this because it's like drag race stuff but there are so many like drag race like aggregators and all this stuff like making content about drag race and okay. like the way in which these like white gay men think they're like <laughs> highbrow artists because they like talk about what happened on the show <laughs> <laughs> and they like they talk about what happened and they're like there's this one there's this one guy he like recaps like there's this famous viewing party that goes on at a bar in Chicago and his whole channel is just doing recaps of like the viewing party um or Whoa. like that's a yeah so many and he's layers like, removed <laughs> and then he's like but then he like posts stuff on his um channel being like oh my gosh this channel is stealing content go and like report them and stuff and i'm like bro you're stealing content like you're <laughs> like you're just <laughs> an you aggregator <laughs> you're yeah. like the buzzfeed of like drag race basically you're just aggregating things damn like you're not creating anything new to say someone's the buzzfeed of anything <laughs> I just so put them hurtful. down. <laughs> yeah. I just put them down. <laughs> it's so hurtful, actually. I did watch a Why I Left BuzzFeed video that was like an hour long. It was really interesting. Who's? Will Naff, who's Hassan's friend. Love him. Yeah. He it's really interesting. He had a he has a we're really talking about a hottie. He is he <laughs> I find him very hot. Yeah. We should explore um, that together. We should, ex- <laughs> <laughs> we should explore him and Hassan together. <laughs> oh, Have a day. Who's with who? No one knows. Um, We switched them. We switched them. (laughs) We should explore that together. Oh my god. Anyway, but that was a little bit of a tangent. But Becca, yeah, I forgot we were in the ketchup still. (laughs) We're we're gals chatting. Women talking is what this podcast is ultimately. (laughs) Becca, speaking of. We'll go ahead. uh, uh, Becca, what have you been up to this ever-loving week? Well, I'm about to tell you, but before I say that, I'm going to say that, you know how I talked about the movie Go? Or did Mm -hmm. I? Mm -hmm. Okay. The girl in that, it's a movie from the 90s. The girl in that, I was like making fun of her because she was so awkward. And I'm like, she probably... (laughs) Whoa, whoa. I didn't mean to say this mean, but my brain said she probably amounted to nothing. (laughs) But what I... I mean, it's like, I'm sure that this is the only thing she's ever been in. Um, She wrote Women Talking, won the Oscar this year for Women Talking. It's literally her. She was in a movie. Wasn't there all that controversy around Women Talking? Oh, I haven't heard anything. I I only heard of the movie when she won the Oscar for it. There was controversy around one of the women who I assume in the film talks. um, Okay. (laughs) Nice. She was nominated for best lead actress. I don't know. I don't understand why it was a controversy. Like I never quite put all that together, but I don't know. People were getting crazy with the Oscars this year, especially it felt like. Do you know what the thing with the women? Michelle of it all. Well, they were like, apparently it was like an inorganic, like they thought she broke campaigning rules or something. Oh. And it was also like nobody saw this movie, but it was weird because like a bunch of celebrities just started talking about it. So I don't know if there was like a payola aspect to it. And maybe that's what people are getting like upset at. I mean, but I it's could, also like it's all payola. Yeah. So what's, like, what's the big a, deal? It's then? a big payola 
extravaganza yeah. the academy yeah. awards it's like the whole thing um but anyway uh okay. well anyway okay so that i found that out mm-hmm. and then um as you may know lauren mm-hmm. my friend from home mm-hmm. she's also familiar. cancer yeah of course and so you know we many did of them have her yeah they surround me they fill up my life Mm. um but we did have a little birthday bash in the city of philadelphia for her wow we stayed at a hotel yeah oh hotel motel holiday inn exactly that is what happened and um the three genders (laughs) every single one and we went to a bar that was really fun it was called concourse have you ever been there no well guess what cover charge only 10 bucks wow girl Wow. And they had so many activities there. They had a ball pit. They had an ice bar, which I think I want to make sure that every it's mandated. Every single building has an ice bar attached to it, which is a room of solid ice that's freezing cold mm-hmm. so that when you get mm-hmm. hot, you can go cool down. When I was in Spain, I didn't know about these, but when I was in Spain, a couple people on my trip went to one. Oh, my goodness gracious. They are mm-hmm. so handy. Yeah, They're I would assume so lovely. it's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I wonder if about... were the... I saw two other people at an ice bar, and I wonder if it was the same one. Yeah, this was just like one room of this huge place. Oh, I mean, okay. it certainly could be. I didn't really see anyone actually getting drinks from that ice bar. Mostly just going in the cold room. Mm. Yeah, so that was part of that. And then, um, before even going out or doing anything, we did go to a bottomless dinner. So we each paid like 50 bucks and then we got bottomless dinner and bottomless beer and wine. Oh, wow. And according to the menu, I drank around $80 of wine alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you paid yeah. $50, so you're going to get your money's worth is the thing. And we had a three hour time slot. So, girl, I'm you getting a lot of damage. <laughs> and let me tell you so the pour started so normal and by the end i was drinking like fully filled glasses of wine and again i had (laughs) around seven or eight (laughs) the servers are back there being like how much more can we give her no she was so with it like Mm -hmm. the our little waitress like she was so happy for me she kept like touching my shoulder every time i ordered another she was like sounds good (laughs) i was like love you girl and then she, she was, was not abiding by her ram certification and she was giving <laughs> yeah you better believe it her and i have the um, same certification let's just say that oh my god sometimes i'm would very you have like me what i hope you would have overserved me as well well i won't admit to <laughs> anything on. on air um <laughs> but no sometimes i have this dilemma where sometimes i'm like pouring a wine i'm pouring a bottle of wine and it gets to, like, the end, and you can't gauge, like, how much in the bottle will be in the thing. But I only have, like, a little bit in the bottle. Like, definitely not enough to make a full glass and not worth, like, pulling it out and, like, doing the whole thing. And so I'll pour it. And, like, sometimes it's an appropriate amount, but then sometimes you, like, misjudge it and you just pour, like, a huge glass of wine. And you're like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> oh, God. Can't go back. <laughs> it's nice sometimes because, like, if nobody's there, like, higher up than me, I'll just be like, or nobody else is taking it. I'm just giving it directly to a customer. I'll be like, go. <laughs> yeah leave <laughs> but otherwise Run. like oh you have to the first day i was uh, pouring i like poured too much and then they were like okay make a different glass 
They made you re-pour? Well, they poured the excess in another glass, and they were like, okay, finish that one if you need to pour it again. Oh. Which is kind of a good system. Dang. But, yeah. So, serving alcohol, no joke. Yeah, I guess that shit is expensive, but... Especially in PA. It's not even... I. I don't even know if they do it for like expensive reasons or if it's like over-serving reasons. Okay. Um but, yeah. I love being overserved. <laughs> Thank you. I can only overserve physically. <laughs> mama, mama darling, mama darling baby mama. girl. <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, so and then also ate so much food at the bottomless dinner. Um I did puke the next morning. <laughs> I was like, I was about to say, I was about to say. I was acting shocked I when threw I was, up. woke up shaking. I threw up. I, threw up. <laughs> I I literally awoke shaking, and then I was like, "It's time." Went and puked. Dive. Straight oil. <laughs> Crazy oil. in the hotel bathroom, and I was sharing with Lauren's friends, um, a couple, Alyssa and Ryan. Thank you. Because oh. um, uh, obviously they heard all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Alyssa couldn't tell that I puked. And I was like, maybe oh, really? I'm just, yeah. Maybe I'm just so silent and cool. It's always interesting hearing an acquaintance, like, just fully, like, Ralph. <laughs> I had an experience like that at your apartment one time with Macy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she was... That was loud, if I recall, right? <laughs> Retching, you would call it? Yes. <laughs> like, guttural Because we were. Because we were. <laughs> I, I don't even know why I would have been at your house. Like, we were. Was just... it the birthday party? No. It was. We were just hanging out one time. And it might have been you, me, and like another person. Or it might have just been you and me. But we were like, for some reason, we were hanging out at your apartment, which we didn't do frequently at all. Was Corey um, there? Was that the night in January where we maybe. wore zebra tops? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. No, because Macy wasn't with us at first because she, Macy came in and Tim was with her, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was wearing like a blue dress too. And I could tell she was like fucked up. And then she was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And then she was like, Tim. <laughs> Tim was like in there with her in the trenches with her. <laughs> I know. Tim always helps her. <laughs> Dang. Blue dress. Maybe it was the pity party, babe. No, she no, wasn't like on sense. site. She like came home. Damn, that's crazy. I can't remember what it was, but I did have that experience with Macy. I have no idea. Yeah. At your at your apartment. Listen, hot girls got to puke. Literally. <laughs> got to. Yeah, the stomach issues of hot girls like cannot be even defined or explained by science. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were a lot of people on Lauren's birthday weekend that had IBS, suffering deeply with it. <laughs> so we had to make some stops for that, of course. Suffering deeply, <laughs> suffering deeply with their IBS. Um, but it was great fun at the end of the day. And when we did walk to breakfast in the morning, I was again still shaking. And I honestly yeah. did leave the house, the hotel rather, for getting un- to wear underwear. 
walking the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> Crazy thing to do on a Sunday morning. Gucci out. <laughs> yeah, Gucci facing yeah. the world. <laughs> like for real. And then, um, you know, hit home. And it thunderstormed. <laughs> oh my God. I was on the highway. Mm-hmm. The turnpike, no less. And then my phone goes, uh, uh, um, take shelter dangerous flash flood warning this is life-threatening do not um attempt to like travel unless you are like seeking shelter from a flood and i was like 30 minutes from home on the highway Mm -hmm. so i was like that's actually un that's actually undoable (laughs) for me i'm gonna have to get home (laughs) well i'm driving (laughs) and so that was crazy and i cried yeah, I forget if it thundered here. It definitely rained a little bit here on Sunday. I cannot see. Um, like for a sec, and by rained a little bit, I meant it rained like a lot for like twenty minutes, and then it was like okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's over. Well, I told you. Did I talk about last week when I came home to my house and discovered that like a tree was down in my backyard? Oh no! Oh my god! Well, I was dog sitting. I was staying at a house like around Fourth of July. And it must have been, it was before 4th July. I think it was like maybe July 3rd or maybe the, no, it was July 3rd probably. I like came home and I hadn't been home in a couple of days, um, like to my actual house. And I like walk through the, um, I come in and I'm like walking through the door and then I look out my backyard and there's just all this like foliage like down in my thing. And I was like, oh my goodness. Cause we have like this like little like, thicket of like trees and stuff behind our house and like all the trees are dead and Mm -hmm. stuff so it's kind of just a waiting game like when the fucking fall (laughs) um but um and so like a piece of a couple like came down and like there was a lot of shit on the ground i was like oh my god (laughs) i kept being like i was thinking to myself i was like oh my god oh my god oh boy i like took pictures and i called my mom being like um I'm always scared that the trees are going to fall. <laughs> what do we do? Mm. So apparently, so over COVID, when we were catching diseases, mm-hmm. the trees in my backyard caught a disease, which I didn't <sighs> even know was real. Mad tree disease. And yeah, all the trees got hella weak. <gasps> really? And so they're all like at terrible risk of falling. Yeah, like so much stuff came up in my neighborhood. Like people, like everybody had like their trees uprooted. Like it was crazy. Whoa. Makes you think about who we are and where we live. There used to be three really big ones in our backyard, but we finally got them cut down a couple of years ago. Because those ones, if they had ever fallen down, they would have bonked right into our house. Catastrophic. Right, for sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for the day. <laughs> would have given our house a little bonk. Um, <laughs> a good, nice little bonk. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Love tap. I love tap. <laughs> uh, well, Becca, anything else to catch the viewing public on? Uh, 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 up on not even not even no shward well yeah then we're gonna throw to a little brizak and we'll be right bizak guys i'm scared don't speak <laughs> let them speak <laughs> let them speak what except for when you're not letting them speak but it's funny. Um, like, funny said so. 
Yeah, I just did my best vroom vroom gas because I am in the car or sorry, the garage with my favorite car this week. If you didn't notice, um, beep, beep. because it's just very good in here. Jump in my ride. Beep, beep. <laughs> um, Kylie Minogue. Another, Becca and I were having a conversation off uh, <laughs> during the just break about people with nasal like singers and their nasality and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie Minogue is another one of those people who has kind of a for sure um very nicely voice um but we love them for it um but actually we're here today to talk about another singer Ooh. and more specifically a project by that singer because we are doing another stainless deep dive we're still deep in the ocean blub, blub, um, blub, blub. we are working on the next titan submersible um, yes we are creating a competitor that hopefully will not blow up um yeah implode because it's we've had this be... technology for a long time and so we're just figuring out how best to bring it to the market because you guys know we've been diving deep for a really long time on this podcast too long almost too long some would say we, we like if you counted all the days we've done deep dives and <laughs> also how long it takes to get to the bottom of the ocean we're there babe yeah no we're we're we have not yet imploded we've passed james cameron multiple times <laughs> being like oh my god hey hey Cast how are the us, kids? Hey. Yeah, of course. Hey, how are the kids? When's the Titanic <laughs> remake coming? Um, right. With me and Becca's um, Jack and Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's me and Becca playing all the roles, actually. <laughs> I'm the unsinkable Molly Brown, though. That's that's the one. That's my one stipulation. <laughs> that's, that's the rule. Yeah. Becca can have any other literal thing she wants. I just have to be unsinkable Molly Brown. Um. <laughs> in my best drag um but anyway but yeah we're here today to talk about our next stainless entrant which is of course uh fills me with such great pleasure to say pop two the mixtape by charlie xcx i I wish i had like uh, i wish i could make like more mechanical noises no and we've i've been thinking about it we need to i and i i like We need a soundboard so bad on this podcast. I know. We need a soundboard so bad. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it. And by trying to figure out, I mean, I've Google searched it at least twice. Um, <laughs> and been <laughs> like, this is going to be too hard. Let me not do it. Right. <laughs> um, but guys, MPJ soundboard incoming. We're, we're expanding. So we're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we're here to talk about pop two. And in the grand tradition of a stainless deep type, we always like to talk about a little bit of our background with a particular entrant. So Becca, what is your background pop two? Well, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really came to it my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And that is that I just simply just was like, oh, I like Charlie XX. Let me listen to it. Immediately, boom. <laughs> Whoa, guys. <laughs> pass out. <laughs> my hair I love Charlie Womp. XCX. And this <laughs> album means so much to me. And I've never been able to like, be who I wanted to be until now mm-hmm. and like it unlocked something in my brain mm-hmm. it truly was like in that movie Lucy where they lied and said we only use 10% of our brain like oh yeah here's what it is <laughs> here's what it means this was your brain 100%. On, like, 100% <laughs> yeah yeah pop two and I was like oh wow and it, I really wasn't super into like any hyper pop or anything so I was mm-hmm. like really ready to have this be my little gateway drug mm-hmm. yeah 
And it's like going straight to heroin, baby. Like it's like Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, and then I listened to it so much in college, like all Mm -hmm. throughout. Like I couldn't. Mm -hmm. It was mad. Um, yeah, I just I feel like I don't know if you would know Dana Baby. Not familiar. Yeah, they Dana was on Vine. Um, and is friends with like Drew and Enya and also was friends with Lohanthony. That's why Lohanthony was like one time in my area code and I was like, oh, whoa. Wow. And that meant so much to me at the time and now look what happened. But um <laughs> Dana always would make like little YouTube videos about two like Charlie Charlie's songs. And so I think that's also how I like kind of found it. It was more familiar with her. Okay. A G. Um, so Miss Girl Dana uh-huh. introduced you to Charlie XCX. You could say so. I think. All right, all right. Oh yeah, my God, she was like, Vine famous. Yeah, she was. Remember when Vine came back to the lexicon? Ugh. Glad we back figured that into? out. Yeah. Like when? Like twenty eighteen, nineteen. Before, like there was a moment before TikTok. Like mm-hmm. before TikTok, before everyone had TikTok, right. where like Vine really had like a resurgence on the internet. Oh, like Vines, like not new ones, but oh yeah, Vine Vines clips. themselves. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And everyone gotcha. was like, you know that Vine? I was like, yeah, we all know the Vine. Right, right. Of course, um, I used to love Vine so much, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Vine I was like, like there it's... was no toxicity also on it. It's so Maybe crazy I'm wrong. when you think. It's so crazy when you think about like vine though and like how short the videos were like seven seconds is such a short time yeah i know it's great okay you know what i think about all the time this is gonna be such a tangent Mm -hmm. okay the wayans brothers had a reality (laughs) tv show Uh uh-huh have we talked about this before no okay i don't think so they had a reality tv show that was free on apple that i downloaded or itunes pardon that i downloaded to my mini ipad in like 2016 17 mm-hmm. it was where comedians were like competing to be like the best comedian or whatever and they had one of the they spent like a full episode on like, like who could make the best vine because mm-hmm. that's what kind of like mattered at the time britney Furlan mm-hmm. came in as like the reference point or the expert Oof. guess who was one of the contestants but lost this show that I remembered and knew about in 2016. Uh, Matt Reif. Tiffany Haddish. <gasps> oh, wow. She was one of the first to like lose and be kicked <laughs> off. You got to go. Because she didn't prepare. Ever. Oh, okay. She would just rely on her like improv. <laughs> which That's very her. Honestly, I mean, she was funny. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's crazy to think about. Yeah. That's only that's a very like, um. It's like every comedian you know was also on Last Comic Standing. Right. At like, some which point. was like the comedy reality competition show. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. A Wayans Brother free Apple show. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Sign of the times. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting how stuff like that evolves because apparently like marketing people, they like mm-hmm. now like marketing people have to like saddle themselves with all this like TikTok stuff. Like somebody who we graduated with was like applying for a job and she was like, oh, guys, can you go like this TikTok I made for my application? Oh, 
And I was like, how dystopian. (laughs) Yeah. It's that is crazy. Oh my gosh. Well Quinn, how'd you come pop to? So I just talked about my friend Kat, who is uh one of the people we bring up, but hasn't been on the show quite yet. Yeah. Um, she like informed a lot of my music taste because I used to like kind of she was definitely my gateway into like a lot of like the hyper pop, like kind of alternative pop girly space um mm-hmm. like and now now i feel like we like have a good like give and take a little bit with like who we give music to but she definitely got me like started off a little bit and so she gotcha. i heard that like she would listen to like charlie xcx and carly ray jepson i'd be like oh my god like who like being like oh those people aren't like popular anymore and like all that stuff and then i like i forget when i actually like listened to this but i think i listened to like vroom vroom first and like you have to get used to it. It's a little bit of an acquired taste. Like, yeah, um, I get it's that. It's very the Nicki Minaj meme of going, um, first time you listen to the song, you're not going to get it. You're not going to. Second time, third time, you're going to go, whoa, what is this? This doesn't sound like <laughs> anything else on the radio. Um, but And like, there are certain things on Pop 2 or Vroom Vroom, especially where you're like, oh my God, what is, like, what is this music? But then, like, you get into it and you're like, oh, this is music, baby. Um, (laughs) Oh, don't you know it. But yeah, so I didn't really get into Pop 2 until, like, my freshman year of college. I really remember singing. I really remember, like, getting into it because... Wow. And guys, Becca, one of Becca and I's first connections, I remember it so clearly, Mm -hmm. is we were in our directing one class and we had been, like, she like Becca's Becca's a little mysterious like when you don't know her yeah and (laughs) and even when you do know her sometimes um she um so I was like oh there's this really cool girl with like black hair who like sits behind and like sometimes you would like comment because like I would sit with like some people who I knew and like sometimes you would like comment on certain things we said if you like overheard them I was like, right. oh, that girl's really cool. And then I was like, I do. I was just singing like out loud. And I started mm-hmm. singing Porsche from this album. And I was like, I've been fantasizing about a Porsche. Mm-hmm, and Becca mm-hmm, said something mm-hmm. to the effect of like, oh, you would know that song. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a homophobic way, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, no, no. I was it just was celebratory. By it, she, she didn't go, yeah. oh, you would know that song. She went, oh, you would know that song. <laughs> I'm hype. Yeah. <laughs> And like that was exactly. one of our first like times we actually spoke to each other. So, so and we exciting. Were like, oh my I God, know. Common, common, common ground. Yeah, I was sitting behind you. Mm-hmm. I remember you turning around in that moment as well. I said, "Whoa, ma'am! Whoa, ma'am! <laughs> ma'am!" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was very like I just have like I just have a lot of memories of like walking around to this song, like in the cold months and like the winter. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, of like getting really high and listening to the song in my dorm and like listening Aww. to this album in my dorm room. So cute. Mm-hmm. It's such a summer album to me, but also mm. <laughs> it transcends seasons. No, literally. So you can listen to it at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Also, I am I have a, something to say about Dana Baby, and that is um, I remember so clearly a music video she made to Dreamer oh off God. of yeah number yeah, one yeah. angel yes and stack, 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 that stack, really because i think before i was like charlie xcx like boom clap like what mm-hmm. but hearing dreamer i was like oh my dear god step step out the beamer yeah exactly like, whoa she's so right she she's so correct 
number one angel also hits so hard like mm-hmm. um she knew uh, was dreamer up. uh what's the other one um roll with me mm-hmm. do you want to roll with me do you want to roll mm-hmm. with me lip gloss with cupcake of course of course um <laughs> collab of the cinch. i keep a sticky icky like lip gloss it's the same. yeah um <laughs> like lip gloss oh my god that song is so good <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah so she's I'm kicking my feet i'm, I'm kicking twirling. my it's so good okay so now we've talked about the mixtapes let's get a little bit into the history of yes. miss pop too so charlie is like an interesting charlie's had an interesting history with like releasing versus not releasing her albums Right, right. Her management, her labels. Yes. Yes, because Charlie is like very, Charlie's just a very interesting artist in that Mm -hmm. she came up like obviously idolizing like pop. So like Britney, like is kind of her main reference, but she like loves all the pop girls like Britney, Christina, um, Mm -hmm. like Gaga comes a little bit later, but she loves Gaga too. Like all of these like women of pop music are huge inspirations for her. And so I think she always envisioned herself having like a huge mainstream success moment and being like, you know, main pop girl like that. Right. However, and like she she's kind of had that at various points, like boom clap, like you could say she like kind of almost reached a height like that. Um, Maybe. But she's also just had always like this more experimental side. Right. Where, like, she can't fully give in to, like, because even some, like, Charlie XCX fans will be like, oh, well, like, she's, like, sold out with, like, Crash or something. Because, like, Crash mm-hmm. isn't, like, with its sound as ambitious as, like, Pop 2 or Charlie or, like, Number One Angel or anything like that. Yeah. But she's also, but, like, you also look at someone like Kim Petras, who, like, started in kind of a similar place to Charlie and, like, had much more of, like, a sellout route with, like, Whereas, like, even though I like Feed the Beast, kind of, like, it's fine to listen to. Like, a lot of those songs could have been released by Tori Kelly, Ava Max. Like, <laughs> Tori a Kelly. Lot of, a, lot of, a lot of those songs are just, like, could have been given, B.B. Rexa could have been given to right. so many other, like, people. And, like, yeah. it would have been a similar effect. Whereas, okay. like, not everyone can do track 10. Like, it's like, you have yeah. to, you know. You gotta be Charlie. Yeah, you gotta be Charlie to put that out. And so I feel like Charlie is always having that like battle versus her like actual taste, which is to be a little bit more avant-garde versus mm-hmm. like her want to like be this mainstream sensation. That is interesting. I which feel she like can't really do know. with like that type of music because the public is tasteless. Yeah. But also because of like everything, I feel like I don't know. Like when I think of who is mainstream, right? Like you think of Taylor Swift, like what a wide net, mm-hmm. right? Can there ever be like another Taylor Swift again? Because what what's so big part of that is also nostalgia. Oh yeah, and like I don't know. Like, is anyone gonna pull through like that and like be yeah, able no. to be so palatable? Is ever anyone again? ever gonna be like monoculture like that? Yeah, I think we maybe have moved past it. Yeah, it's is it's one of those things that comes with like democratization cuz like Right. Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, they were kind of like coming up in like the last time where you could actually be like 
a star. Everyone a had bit. the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ariana Grande. Ariana like Grande maybe is like points. later than both of them, but also has like I feel like she came up of that era. Yeah. Whereas like now, like everything's so fragmented and stuff. Where like, right. what is it? That Morgan Wallen song has been on the top of the charts for like nineteen weeks or something crazy like that it's been like number one for a really long time luke I for sure a, have never heard it a country cover of fast car that like i heard at work i wanted to puke is like number two on the no, charts yeah no kidding and, and no i'm not i'm sorry and like if it's gonna be a cover it's gotta be yours yes literally no <laughs> I, I sing at the gay bar karaoke when everybody's like rolling exactly. <laughs> they're like why are you doing this song? why are you doing this why place? are you making me sad <laughs> uh everyone pass um out. anyway so uh no because it's funny because like to me i'm like charlie's on the like on the barbie soundtrack like oh yeah this is it like it's full but then i could talk to any like boy mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like there's a barbie movie coming out <laughs> yeah like people don't know <laughs> like, about just things anymore nothing. it's so like insignificant like we're all in our own world so much because we don't because we don't yeah because we don't have the same like it's not 1985 where we have the same like three channels the, on TV, yeah. you know. Yeah, and we're all seeing all, the same, like, see the same stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, like so, so tailored to ourselves now. But yeah, it's interesting. Crazy. Um. So anyway, Charlie has an interesting history with like actually releasing her music. So she threatens to release her third studio album. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Threat>. right <laughs> she threatens to release her third studio album um but she doesn't really like it doesn't really materialize all the way um mm-hmm. it keeps getting delayed um but when she's like in this process of the album getting delayed that's when she starts working with sophie and ag cook um Rest and so the first yes um the first thing that comes out is the room room ep which sophie produced all the songs on that ep um mm-hmm. and then number one angel comes out and those are specifically like songs that were supposed to be on this album that is now getting delayed again yeah um and then apparently one thing i came across is they only started recording the album like two months before it's release which is such a crazy thing because yeah, like, so much of it is done in post i feel oh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and um, so much to do yeah, and even to like even to do the stuff in post, you have to get like raw vocals and stuff. Yeah, like to mess with. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and it was interesting because Charlie is, she's on Atlantic, and her contract's up. I forget if there was any word on what she's doing with her contract because a big conversation in the cycle around Crash was like, oh, will Charlie like continue with Atlantic after her like right deal or whatever? Um, yeah. And so she was talking about, and this is interesting, especially because like we have all these conversations now, I feel like about like, oh, what's an EP? What's a single? What's all this stuff? Yeah, um, these words. Yes. And Charlie in like an interview was kind of like called out that it's um, bullshit a little bit because she had this interesting quote about like calling these projects like mixtapes. Mm -hmm. um and she goes maybe i just wasn't sure people wanted it from me honestly also i'm signed to a major label so the second you call something an album there's all this stress and fear and pressure and scheduling they're like oh she's putting an album out when's ed sheeran releasing his album we got to make sure it doesn't go anywhere near that and all that 
it's like a schedule. The second you just change the language to a mixtape, nobody cares. So I was like, cool, I'm doing a mixtape. Then it was just like there was no kind of logistical stress, even though it's the same thing. I mean, it's 10 original songs. It's artwork. It's features. It's whatever. It's the same. Work. <laughs> Honestly, work. She's so smart. Good for her. Yeah. Um, but it is funny. It is. She's right. Like, even as somebody who's like not in the industry, just a consumer of music, it's like all this jargon around music and stuff is so it's always interesting trivial yeah in a way mm-hmm. it's so yeah and they like it's one of those things where like they pretend there's rules around it but, but like actually yeah, there's actually obviously nothing, not really. like there's nothing <laughs> yeah. it's just they want to make the most it. money yeah uh-huh yeah. so but good for her that she found a way to release it especially because like this is not like a major record label album release like right this is not like the sound of this album especially in like 2017 was not something you could just release because now it's also interesting to just hear like now like every song on the radio kind of sounds like a dumbed down version of what was going on on pop too which is really interesting and it goes along with like the reviews of the mixtape which was basically like when it came out it came out to universal acclaim and everybody was like oh my god right was i never really hear celebrities talking about it though other than addison ray loving pop too well not everybody (laughs) can be a student of pop music like addison ray right (laughs) omg (laughs) (laughs) the 10th art the mystery artist on the barbie soundtrack (laughs) stop i kind of want that to be true finally releasing i got a bad (laughs) that would be Oh, I'm twiddling my thumbs again. <laughs> no, the Addison Ray leaked album, guys, that would have been major. I can't. Had you put that out, it would have been major. Um, <laughs> but really? yeah, so Pop Two comes out, and it's just masterpiece. Like Becca, what do yeah. you think it is that makes it so exciting? Like, it is truly so. <laughs> so different from everything mm-hmm. and there's just this this coat of like ease over everything like mm-hmm. even if something's weird it knows exactly what it wants to be mm-hmm. and it's it they're just so like you can't compare them to anything else like everything after it is just a descendant of it like she is eve no, it is just the mother because like, yeah, even Charlie's stuff that comes after it's like. It's just not as like I'm always going to think about pop, too. Yeah, You're always going to be comparing it to like it's hot older sister, like even Charlie, yeah. which like I love Charlie as an album, but it's like it'll and even though it's like similar to pop too, and like some of the sounds it uses, it's just not it's it's not her. Yeah, no, it's not it's her. Just so perfect. I feel um, like also like each each track is so different that it's mm-hmm. like you're not it's exciting to listen to literally as like just going through like pressing just pressing play <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what more can i say what more <laughs> pressing what play more is so exciting is to say really yeah. pressing play and you're gonna have an exciting time also the features so good are you yeah. kidding I just no. realized and I've never looked up what AG Cook looks like. Like I have no idea who, oh, yeah. what this person is. Well, he's in the boys music video so you do know what he looks like. You just don't know it's Oh, funny. I never Oh. Oh. Or so okay. <laughs> the fact that she only has two solo tracks on the whole album. 
Or yeah. sorry, mixtape. Atlantic, don't kill me. <laughs> Hold on. Ugh. Oh, like looking at the track list just makes me want to go listen to it. No, literally. Um, it starts off Backseat featuring Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, <laughs> oh guys. Guys. Oh, I cannot. I am next to you. She said, she said, where? <laughs> she said, where is my other gay icon? <laughs> where? <laughs> where? <laughs> when Sujivas get together up. to maximize their joint sleigh. <laughs> their joint sleigh. Um, out of my head, Lucky. Oh my god, I love the end of Lucky so bad when she's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous and crazy and amazing because it's just, it's just, I, I, it just is that it doesn't sound like anything else, and like you just have to like, mm-hmm. you just have to like listen to it and be like, holy shit, holy, holy shit, because I think that's what does truly make it exciting that you're like, you're just like. Because it's so rare for things to be new, right? Right. It's so rare to feel like something's, like, truly new. But, like, listening to this album, I guess you're not, like, deeply entrenched in, like, electronic and, like, techno and stuff. But even if you are entrenched in that, you're probably not used to there being, like, vocals and, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so the fact that she was able to marry, like, pop, but then bring in these elements of, like, these other genres and, like, make it this weird maximalist, like heaven yeah Mm -hmm, that the album is it's It's just so it's so perfect and it's so like forward seeing because as i said like everything kind of sounds like this now like everybody's using electronics everybody's Mm -hmm. like the dream thing yeah like all of it came back and like charlie was like ahead of charlie ag sophie the people who like worked on this album and like really like molded the sound they like knew we're ahead of it by like five years yeah they were ahead of it Mm -hmm. and so now it's like we listen to the radio and like roll our eyes like listen i'm blue yeah i'm feeling all right like we're rolling our (laughs) eyes listening to that because we're like okay you're not giving me i've got it you're not giving me fembot with this like what are you not even giving me really yeah um but uh yeah i just don't even know how to explain it i don't even know how to explain our girl. Did you have a Tears are rolling down my face. This is also early Caroline for me. Tears. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no, literally. No, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a part I'm of the so song where Caroline that. just like screams. Um, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I, I love guess that this song is also so when they were bad. Say my name so nervously Listen now. Uh, I knew I should listen to this before we like I didn't like give it a full listen before we came in and talked about it but uh, I'm listening to it all the time every single day it's on all, like it's on repeat it. it's on all my playlists um, I, got it, I got it I got it I got it I got it no there, these songs are on so many of my playlists that I just hear a lot of them like just existing throughout my day yeah my beat my beach pardon beat beat <laughs> Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> my bleach blonde backup playlist which started when i was bleach blonde in 2018 is just mm-hmm. this album and sweetener and it yeah. cannot be more perfect for me yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, i i got it bro candy fag mob <laughs> i got it i got it i got it i got it I got when it. the song starts like that oh and there's cupcake on that one too 
yeah. Got a couple checks coming in. Got a couple racks I ain't spent. Got uh, <laughs> uh, yellow tape around my body, but not measuring that. waistlines. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, deli- Ooh, delicious. When she goes back to boom clap. Say you'll never let me go. Say you'll never let me go. Wanna hear you know. Uh, and then of course there's unlock it. That was another thing that was crazy yeah. when unlock it went like viral. When did that happen? When they when people were doing like the lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, lock oh, it, lock yeah. it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Unlock it, lock it. I bet they don't even know it's Charlie XCX. Yeah, they don't even know. Again, but like that's something that goes viral like five years later. Yeah, crazy. Because like that's like a simple song. Mm-hmm. It's like got the key. Can you unlock it? Yeah, but it's like perfect for TikTok. But like, right? It's perfect for TikTok in like a earnest way because TikTok didn't exist when the song came out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so crazy to think about. I know, right? Um, okay. and then we have Porsche. We didn't talk about Fembot, which I also love. I have this. Be Fembot. I have this idea Ooh. that middle of the song when it sounds like your phone's breaking a little bit, like because <laughs> it just goes, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I have this idea for a drag number that I want to do so bad. I just get ideas for drag numbers, but like I don't really have interest in like doing drag. Um, but you don't. Not really, no. What the hell? Um, you should sell your ideas then. I know. I have so guys don't <laughs> steal this one. Don't don't steal this one. I'm gonna say it again. Don't steal this one. It's my IP. Seriously, don't. I really want to do a drag number where it's Fembot, but as Sophia the robot. Yeah. And she breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could be like pyrotechnics, like, Ooh, like on that the big explosion. part where it's like because you ever read that thing where apparently she's like waterproof i don't know if i made that up actually she might not be sophia waterproof. yeah i didn't know that but i mean uh I also how, made, how made much are really technology waterproof mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know i don't know and then of course we come to track 10 which is the final song on the album yeah such an experience again multiple people died <laughs> multiple and many more injured many casualties <laughs> um just the beginning of the song was <laughs> like, yeah um, your love. and then i love when i go sorry i blame it on your love sorry i blame it on your love it's so so cool to listen to. Like now it's so... your brain is like, wow. Yeah, you're like, oh, wow. Oh, Which is why it's <laughs> a fun album fun. to listen to high because you're like, what is going on? Oh my god, this album <laughs> on shrooms. You'd be seeing some crazy stuff. That would definitely be actually dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be oh, seeing my god. some crazy things. <laughs> oh wow. I'd probably see like a full car crash just like in my room being like, oh, <laughs> Guys, there's a car. <laughs> Guys. Uh, Holy oh my crap. God. My personal favorite from the album definitely does have to go to tears, though. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to choose a favorite. You don't have to feel pressured to just because I did. But I just, I've just always loved that song so much. Yeah, I can't choose a favorite. I'm sorry. Hey, one through so ten. <laughs> my favorites are one through ten. Um. <laughs> Backseat is my favorite. 
first track of Pop 2 <laughs> out of my head is my, my favorite, favorite second, second track. track of Pop 2. My mom, my mom do loves to say that. that. She went through, a, my mom went through an mm. era where she was like, oh, Quinn, you'll always be my favorite second son. Moms, they think they, think they can say they, oh, except <laughs> I asked my mom, she was like, well, you are easier to get along with. <laughs> like Evan. Joel's about to not make those jokes no more. I know. <laughs> I think that's uh, a lot of hate. I feel we. He can be difficult I, sometimes. Guys. I need to get into we Evan can't. lore so bad. I'm trying to peel the onion back on Evan so bad, but every time I do it, it's just like <laughs> there's so I'm, yeah, there's so. Many I'm getting layers, closer so. to peeling the light, the onion back on Evan. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing no, my. The- I'm like Lady Gaga. I'm looking for evidence. <laughs> for evidence of Evan. Of Evan. Yeah, no, because like I've only really seen him in the TikTok you made for our one class one time that he was in. And I have <laughs> really so no concept of what he looks outside of that. Becca, do you have anything else to say about the opus that we're talking about today? Or I mean, guys, if you haven't listened, like definitely you can listen to this album wherever in the world mm-hmm. is like the best mm-hmm. part of it like you don't need to be in a in a ready mood like just put it on and it will transport you to where pop two lives which is there the is also every emotion cloud. present on this album yeah you can feel every single thing the, the whole entire human spectrum mm-hmm. new things maybe even yeah new shapes you'll have to go to one of the other albums for that song but um... yeah <laughs> that's a call to the future but she wrote it about pop two she was like okay i work Yes, this was a new shape. That's another good song. Uh, we don't think about it enough. No, see, even when Charlie's like giving, like, okay, I'm gonna do my main pop girl thing, like a little less experimental. She's still putting out like great pop music. No, yeah, she is. She's so talented. She's so good at what she does. Speed Drive, also. Oh, I love it so oh, much. Bobby, so fine, so fine. We need the extended mix that we got for Padam. Literally. <laughs> Barbie saying no songs over two minutes for the soundtrack. <laughs> no. Uh, Quinn, do you have anything else to say about Pop Two? Uh, I just love her so much. Mm-hmm. I need to go listen to her so bad. I know. Um, and yeah, I will also always see Charlie XCX live. I still haven't. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we'll do it together one day. I know. We'll, we'll have a rain check. Yeah. No, honestly, just hearing Room Room live, it's such an electric feeling in the It's something I have to experience. No, literally. Cause it's one of those things where like I think sometimes when things become and this is not just a Charlie thing, but like sometimes people become resentful of the things that like made them popular. Right. Because they get seen as like that one thing. Yeah. And so I think Charlie definitely felt that way to a certain extent with like boom clap uh-huh um and like sucker as an album um sure and she's like kind of coming around the corner on that it feels like she just never felt that about room room it feels no, like because she, she knows what she, it is yeah, yeah. It's, it's more she's cathartic so for her because she's like i'm sure her and sophie were like spent a lot of time working on it and we're like oh my god this is so fucking major yeah and <laughs> it like took a second again another thing that's like now like my friend who was like just a regular like sorority girl like goes up for fucking vroom vroom work like <laughs> again like it like when it came out in 2017 those people would have like died hearing it but like yeah. now it's like 
it's like a song that just comes on. Everyone's like, ah, lavender Lamborghini. <laughs> in a blue bikini. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, it has gotten so popular on TikTok. It's interesting. No, it's kind of like our like fast room car, scream. You think about it. I think that's a perfect note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> fast? Are should, you more I fast should... car or are you more speed drive? Yeah. Comment we below. Are, no, we're fast. <laughs> that's our dichotomy: fast car and speed drive. Speed drive. <laughs> Put it in speed drive. Which is funny because you are a queer woman, and I am also a queer woman. But you know. In another way. Yeah, in another way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we are going to zoom off and do a little break. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be right the fuck back. I'm about to crash. I'm about to crash. Guys, I'm scared. That was my god. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, guys. Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah. I remember what it was. I remember what it was. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, guys, it's time for our weekly segments. We have no common corner because, guys, shut up, shut up. But also, talk to us more. Yeah. And please email us. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So just think about that. Tell Sometimes us what it helps your... that we don't have the option of doing the common corner, but other times <laughs> it makes us hurt. So. Yeah, it hurts us emotionally more so. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what you thought of Pop 2 if you listened to it for the first time or if you've ever listened to it ever. So or if you easy. ever listened to Pop 1. Yeah. Or some people call it Pop. What? Porp. Porp. <laughs> Porp. Porp. <laughs> yeah, so do that. Um, but so for now, we'll move on to our jump scare of the week. This is anything Quinn and I found particularly dicey. Mm-hmm. Not so smooth like. Not so... I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Mm-hmm. Quinn, what was that for you this week? I gotta talk about pet sitting again, guys. I know. But Nor guys, the it dog keeps thing. getting weirder. It keeps getting weirder. Oh, weirder. Like, I truly believe weird things just happen to me in I, a special way. How could it get weirder than that lady, the Disney adult? Oh, just you wait. It's weird in a okay. different way. So, okay. I get a little text from a family friend. Who's like, oh, hey, Quinn, can you watch our cat this weekend okay. um, while we're away? And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll leave you the instructions. Well, it first starts off with like a jump being like, oh, how much do you want? And so this is what's annoying about dog sitting, because it's like sometimes they ask what you want to be paid. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. And then my rate is usually I'm like, oh, 50 a day. Yeah. Um. And I was like, they were gone for like four days. Well, like it was like I had to do a night and then two full days and then uh, morning. But I only went one time a day because it's a cat anyway. So I was like, it's the same thing I'm doing anyway. So I want to charge for four days. And I asked my mom, I was like, is that too much? And she was like, yeah, it kind of feels like too much. And then my mom was like, oh, just tell her you'll take whatever. And like, they'll probably pay you something close to that. And so I was like, okay, yeah. So I was like, anyway. So then I get to do the sitting um, part of the job. And I get Mm -hmm. to the house and they've typed up like directions. First of all, the cat's immediately screaming for me as I walk in. And I've known this cat for a long time because it's a family friend. Um, I've made, I don't think I ever touched it before this weekend though. Like 
in our like oh, okay. 10 years relationship because one of those it. it's one of those casts that like hides like oh okay gotcha so i think i touched it for the first time and it's old now like it's it's a little haggard um oh and so she's she's enjoying her last her last days on earth right right um, <laughs> and it was With like you. coming up to me and like rubbing on me and stuff and i was like this is so weird for this cat in particular Oh, um, interesting. And so then I'm reading, I'm like reading the stuff, and they're like, oh, give it like a little half can of food whenever you come. And I was like, per, so normal, normal. And they're like, oh, yeah, scoop the litter box out. And I was like, oh, okay, work, work, work. Mm-hmm. And then I read something, and I'm like, oh, that's not. So the letter describes to me that the litter box is sitting on a tarp in their living room. A litter box is okay. in their family room where they like sit and stuff and watch TV. That's atypical. And they said in the note that the cat picked that spot. And I was like, so what do you mean the cat picked that spot? Because like as the owner, me personally, I'm picking different for the cat. (laughs) Yeah. The cat's going to have to work with my way of life a little. Yeah. That's usually how that goes. But anyway. So then comes a real kicker. And it says on the thing, sometimes if the litter isn't scooped out, um the cat will just go on the tarp like the uh he'll just pee on the tarp oh and i'm like oh that's not (laughs) and so then i start walking and i'm like oh my gosh and then they're like oh (laughs) there are paper towels and a set of tongs for you to like clean it up (laughs) clean the tarp dang Uh uh uh-huh so i go i go into the living room sure as hell there's like two piss puddles all. of cat piss just oh, sitting. I can't imagine the smell. It weirdly the one of the weirdest parts of the story is it didn't even smell bad. Like it did. Like I don't know if I'm like oh fascinating cat because I have one, but like I just it like it didn't it didn't have like a cat smell, and maybe it's because it's like a big like farmhouse and like. Okay. But even then, that house is always fucking hot. Like, the air is always kind of stale in it. So I was surprised it didn't smell worse. Yeah. Jeez. But then I literally had to... Ma- I texted my mom right away and I said, I have to manually clean cat piss. $200 would have been generous for me to charge. <laughs> oh, my God. What did they pay you? Oh, Oh, you're asking exactly the right question, Becca. Okay, okay. So I'm in. So after I clean the cat's piss for four days straight off of a tarp, I'm like, it pissed oh. on the tarp like the whole time. There was one visit where I didn't have to clean any pee off the tarp. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm like, okay, so I'm like, okay, I'm expecting a little bit of a payout. I finish up with the cat. It's Sunday and I'm like, okay, work. I get a Venmo thing for the cat sitting. I'm scared. $80. Oh. <laughs> okay, so 20 bucks a day. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clean up cat piss. <laughs> to clean up cat piss and pick up the paper towels with tongs. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> tongs. Ewey. It guys, it was one of the most depraved things I've ever done. Like honestly, That's and so if nice. you like, if I had gotten the full set of circumstances, no way I would have done that for eighty dollars. 
Right, right. I was just sat my ass at home. And I was like going above and beyond. Like the last day I was there, like when I knew they were coming home later that day, I like swept up the tarp because I was like getting all like the litter and stuff off of it. Mm. For what? Little did you know. For what? How far did you have to drive? It was only like, it's only like 15 minutes. Well, well, I went after work the one day. So that added like, an hour to my work day basically but anyway jeez ew yeah so that was my jump scare <laughs> that is so tough uh i need to get out of the industry but anyway yeah uh-huh. <laughs> or up your rates girl uh, or just tell but it taught me a lesson girl just say what you want right why not yeah if they had said no great i wouldn't have had to clean cat piss this weekend <laughs> exactly anyway but becca Yes. What's your jump scare this week? So I'm facing an issue in which I have no consistency in the sports that I play. And I'm going to include pool as a sport because in Wisconsin, I was really good at pool for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like I won the game. Mm-hmm. We played pool this weekend. We as in I lost everyone at the hotel. So I followed Lauren's boyfriend to the pool room and played pool with him and the two friends. Oh, there's one in the hotel? Yes. Lauren got upgraded to the all access lounge. Really? Um, oh yeah, for her birthday. Lauren has a boyfriend. Yeah. Good for her. Of something of like three years, actually. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's a twist. Yeah, oh, you better believe it. For someone like was... me. <laughs> for someone like me, his name is Robbie. He's a good guy. Um, oh, Robbie. Yeah, hey. thank you, Robbie, for all you do. From the Philadelphia area, Westchester, more so. Black, pink in your area. <laughs> sure. Um, but I was so bad. I walked into the room, obviously, saying, I'm so good at pool. I just won this game like <laughs> last like two weeks ago. And then I go, okay, guys, what are the rules again? <laughs> so how do we play? <laughs> A little guys, refresh. I'm so good, guys, I'm so good. Believe me. <laughs> how do we play, though? Do you know? <laughs> Can someone remind um, me of the rules? That's every game you play with kids. Like they're like always forgetting the rules. You always you uh, have to be constantly reminding them. I get it. It's exhausting, but I do have to be constantly reminding the the rules of pool. Um, and I was so bad that the one guy on the other team was taking, <laughs> was putting my balls back and being like, "It's okay, try again." And I was like, "Oh, that was a mulligan. Oh, that was a mulligan." Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's he's feels so bad for me. He's letting me take more turns. He said, hey, um, woman. and I lost. And that's just my issue is like, how do like <laughs> a thing with pool? Like you can't really measure other than like how much you win. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just can't like I'm so inconsistent with my skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I need to practice? I don't want to. Maybe I want to just do it once a year and be really good at it. Yeah. I, I get that. I don't no, see I the issue that. with that. Yeah. So it's just this, a little scary for me. Who was it? <laughs> the one time Beck and I have ever played a game of pool together. Yeah. It was when we were at a Boots. bar called Boots, um, for oh. short, at Pit. <laughs> and we waited, it must have been 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes for a pool table to open up. And it was me, Becca, and Macy were all there together. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we're going to play pool. We're going to play pool. We're going to play pool. Literally immediately, 
like second turn or something. Was it you or Macy who did it? I did it. Becca sinks the, the fucking ball. two ball. Or the eight ball, yeah. Yeah. Sinks the eight ball, thus losing the game. <laughs> finishing our and turn. Finishing completely. like our turn with the pool table. And it was so crazy because was... Macy got us a free game like from that guy. Uh-huh. And we were like, yeah. sweet, like awesome. Yeah, We've been waiting. We don't game, have to play. Game. First turn of mine. Immediately boom. done. Immediately <laughs> oh, the done. The game is actually over and you have to go. <laughs> yeah that's a bummer see i'm so inconsistent that was that was so silly it was so goofy that was so silly and goofy oh my god but (laughs) now we get to tell on our podcast so yeah i think happens for a reason and that reason is for content yep you're right well now that we've got the scary out of the way we get to move on to our manic pixie moments this is anything mm-hmm. particularly slay lovely um goo goo gaga that 5000 and quinn what was that for you this week my manic pixie moment actually is that work was super slow on saturday and then i was looking at the schedule and i was like at the winery oh. yeah at the winery okay um and I was in that. Well, it was kind of another jump scare because I was in the shack, which is where we have our slushy machine. Mm-hmm. And a slushy machine, you might think is cold, but no, it's actually hot because it just shoots mm-hmm. out hot air. Right. And it's in this it little working. shed thing that isn't really properly ventilated. There mm-hmm. is like an air conditioner and stuff in there, but more so than our comfort, it's so the wine doesn't go bad. Uh, I gotcha. feel. <laughs> um, which I did have bottles of wine because it was it did get up into the 90s in the in the Ooh. shack itself. Oh my god! Like I think 96 was where it topped out before it started coming back down. Oh Quinn! And I was in there like all day basically, and oh I didn't I didn't get like bothered by the heat that much. But like, do you have to stand or do you get to sit? There's a sit, but there's only like a stool, and the only place when you're on the stool to like put your back up against is the, the is the slushy machine, which is shooting out hot air. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right onto you. So it's really yeah. a devil's bargain you have to play. It's like you can yeah. either have like a bad back or <laughs> be ten like... degrees hotter. Yeah. So anyway, um, but anyway, so I was in that all day, and I was like. And it was also slow. So like I would have a customer like every 20 minutes or something. But I checked the schedule and I was like, oh, there are 19 people working tomorrow. How many reservations do we have for tomorrow? So I go into our reservation system on my little iPad. We have four mm-hmm. reservations for tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, they're going to cut people. All right. <laughs> and then what did my the manager maps. say? What does my manager say at the end of the day? But hey, so if you guys want to volunteer like not to work tomorrow. Um, we don't need all of the people we have signed up for tomorrow. And she was also like, um you can either volunteer or i'll just choose randomly and just know that like if you're working today you have a better chance of like not working tomorrow because i want to like spread out the hours and stuff and so i walked in the president of disney channel's office and i said i want to make history i want i want to make history i want (laughs) off tomorrow (laughs) and this is what that is (laughs) (laughs) this is what that is and so i got off sunday it was like the first it's the first weekend i haven't worked since whatever two weekends before memorial day was First weekend, even though you worked on Saturday? Well, yeah, it was the first weekend I didn't work both days on the weekend. Okay. Like I've worked there. I worked I've been there every Saturday and Sunday since two weeks before Memorial Day, whatever that was. Same. Like since I started working there in May. Isn't it so evil? I can't wait to have my weekends off. 
yeah it's kind of well i don't know yeah having yeah your weekends yeah it is like it i don't is like such a i don't thing. like just having like a random day and then a random day later in the week as my days off especially like, I want them yeah especially our age like and then your friends it's not like, even no it's not even that that bothers me like i don't necessarily need like two days in a row off um but like it's more so that like you can't plan anything really right because you never know you're never gonna be the same if i want to do something if i want to do something i kind of have to do it on friday nights because like i'm not like or this was the case before i started working at the camp but my fridays are generally lighter because we don't have the kids um Mm -hmm. but like i'm not so exhausted by working on friday that i have to like that i am like wanting to just go like fall into my couch Whereas, like, Saturday, after working, like, a nine-hour shift, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go home. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go home so bad. Um, And then having to go and do that. But anyway. So, yeah. But I also like my job. That's, that's like, the nice thing, at least, is that I at least, like, enjoy both my jobs. Wait, what was your damn Manic Pixie moment? Oh, that you had Oh, that I took off work. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just get... (laughs) And of course, oh I'm my like God, I kept me. thinking about your the hot slushy machine. Yeah, no, of course I'm. <laughs> I was like, it was a little bit of a riddle wrapped inside of a thing. But like, of course I'm me, so I'm like, oh, so now I have time. I did still work on Sunday technically because I had to lesson plan. So I worked for like uh, a good three hours, like lesson planning. Oh um, boy, because I had to do all my lessons. Um, or not all my lessons, but I had to figure out like what we were doing for the first day. What was gonna happen? And then, yeah. of course, newsletter wasn't started, so I. <laughs> was like Jump huh let me let me do something quick end up writing 2000 words and i'm like okay work <laughs> <laughs> quick and easy um and then yeah but so you know i'm a girl who keeps myself busy is the thing mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. gets too but i had a little day off so that was fun <laughs> a day nice. off i say <laughs> i did take myself out to brunch though oh lovely our little book club book at brunch oh like, a good old time did you finish her or calendar? No, literally haven't yet. <laughs> Me neither. But I will. Miss Esther. Goofy I relate girl. to her, but I also don't, which is a good thing. Yes. I feel like I relate to her Certainly in all the right so. ways, but then <laughs> in the bad ways, I'm like, oh, so I wouldn't do that. Not as me. Not, not as me. <laughs> not as me here. Um, she's not giving <laughs> me as much here. <laughs> anyway, Becca. Yeah. What was your Manifesty moment? I must know. Well, you know I love compliments more than anything in the <laughs> entire world. And, uh-huh. well, when we were out at the concourse, actually, walking into the ice bar, there uh-huh. was, like, a little bit of, like, an in-between room with, like, some of those, like, I don't even know, clear, like, what are those called? The little curtain like, thingies? Cur- yeah, curtains, but they're cut up and they're clear. Oh yeah, I love those. Yeah, they're it's fun. like you're going into like a meat fridge or maybe like a yes, wine fridge yeah. or a room of ice. So yeah, yeah. So they had those, and I was kind of like like moving Performing those right. Them, yeah, and I kind of like hit the guy in front of me by accident, <laughs> um, because his hand was like still in them. Because he was and in the way. Let's just say he that. Was in my way. Let's just say that. So he like looked back, and I was like, sorry, and then he looked forward again and then he he did a freaking double take dude and he goes oh my god you look like like rapunzel (laughs) 
And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I go, Robbie, did you hear what he just said? He said, I look like Rapunzel. <laughs> and Robbie was like, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was so happy the rest of the night. You said, I'm like <laughs> Rapunzel. I just, I just you're that girl who's like, it. you're that girl who's like, hey, I look like Mona Lisa. Look, that's you with Rapunzel. <laughs> yes, because I was like, that's so hilarious because my hair is so short right now. Yeah, it's like not particularly long. I'm just a little blondie. You got a little bit more of a lob. You got a little bit yeah. more than a lob. I got the the Rachel going worn. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit so. Um, but I was like, wow, I wonder what even like what reference point of Rapunzel he's talking about. I did have a little pink dress on. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, mayhaps. Mayhaps. But um, then he did actually like follow me around a little creepily the whole night. But Alyssa Ooh. was on freaking bodyguard duty. And she was like, yeah, I'm not going to let him near you because he is talking about your location with his friends. And I was like, okay, thank you for stepping in. It's crazy. So the manic pixie moment. Men men, are so consistently offered the ample opportunity to not be creepy. And then they just decide, wait, (laughs) what if I was creepy? (laughs) What if I was weird and creepy? What if I did weird everyone out? (laughs) Um, also freaking manic pixie moment I just remembered is I freaking dance battled someone also. I didn't realize how easy it is to start. They lost terribly. They lost terribly. You will be, you will be embarrassed. (laughs) Becca's one of the best dancers I know. But I literally just asked him like, do you want to dance battle? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, let's fucking go. (laughs) Let's fucking go. Then we dance battled. Everyone agreed. I won. And then, but then I started. What was the song? It could have been anything. I don't know what was oh. playing. Yeah. Oh, I, I do think, I think Rude Boy played for like a little bit. The DJ was kind of like weird. Songs uh, were only playing for like 45 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Um. So, but that definitely ignited. I think I like unleashed passion within him though, because I saw him later dance battling someone. And I was like, oh, he's like, he's, he's like into this. Gonna, he's like, I have, I have to get a win. Maybe <laughs> this time I'll win. I have to avenge my dancing family. <laughs> it's giving very much. Have you ever played that version of Rock, Paper, Scissors where if you lose Rock, Paper, Scissors, you like start supporting the person who beat you? No. So it's like if you're playing Rock, Paper, Scissors in like a big room, you can do like It'll be like, and if somebody beats you, you start to like cheer them on. So you're like, go. And they find somebody else. And okay. then that person also has a little posse. And then whoever wins absorbs like the whole posse. And eventually it's just Whoa. like two sides of the room being like, go, go, go. <laughs> I love that. We could do that with you, but with a dance battle. Perfect. Go. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. My friend, with my posse. Corey, Corey texted me today and he's also working at a summer camp. And he's like, <laughs> he texted me to at like 6 a.m. or something he's like crazy how if one kid does a cartwheel it initiates a riz off across <laughs> the entire camp <laughs> they have to cartwheel it's something oh my about God. them i love when kids lie too because like when i was doing my yoga thing i was like i was like i was talking to my kids and i was like i've been practicing yoga for about four years now <laughs> and this one girl just goes i've been practicing for 10 years mind you she's not older than seven <laughs> Oh, and I said, "Wow!" And so I hit her wow. with the "Wow!" So you're an expert. <laughs> Good. <laughs> she's like kept the bit going wow. too. Like I think she knows in her mind that she's practiced yoga for ten years because she's like, "Oh, I know that one." <laughs> 
I love how kids just make shit up. It's so funny. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's something I still do to this day. I keep it within me. Literally. Yeah. No, and working at the camp, do you know what I want to do so bad? Do you know what I would pay any amount of money to do? What's that? Like, not any amount of money, but like, I don't know, maybe something else. But um, okay. <laughs> to be like with myself, like to be able to like sit in a room with myself as like a five-year-old or like a seven-year-old and just talk to oh. Them. That would be awesome. Or literally any one of my friends. Like if I can meet Becca, like I want to know so badly, like what you were giving at eight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's a little too old. Like I want to know before you're like fully aware of yourself and you're just kind of oh, saying okay. shit. Gotcha. Because like five, four to like seven, I think you're just saying shit. Like you're. Yeah. I think after that you start to like crystallize a little bit more. But like. Yeah, I would believe that. But like I think that's I think it's such a fun age where they're just like making shit up. You you <laughs> fully being seven years old, not quite clearing three feet, and you're like, I, oh, I've practiced yoga for ten years. Oh, uh, I would lie all this time. I got and I almost got kicked out of daycare for lying. Oh uh, yeah, I would lie a lot as a kid too. It was crazy. I told mm. people terrible things. Like I should not have like like oh my god. Me. <laughs> yeah. Literally, my mom was like, "Oh, you can't lie; it's embarrassing." I was like, "Okay, I don't get that." You said, "I D C." You were you were her child. She adopted from Idgafistan. You didn't get it. You're like, who cares? Oh my god, I'm a dual citizen. Idgafistan. Idgafistan is my home. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. Oh my god. But I think that brings us to the end of our program today. So, Becca. Where can people find you and your adventures across your homeland? Thank you so much. Um, they can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, TikTok, we're a Yargon during World War Three, Twitter, and Spotify Bex Gloss. I did that the opposite way. So you can also find me participating in Backwards Day. I'm gonna wear my shirt backwards. Mm. So it's gonna say slutty baby on the back. Oh, okay. And not because you have a stain on it. Right, right, right. Because there definitely is on the front and back. <laughs> oh my god, that's another thing about the kids. Like, especially the young kids. If you look at their shirt, you're just like, oh my god, there's so many stains on this. <laughs> you dropped everything you ever you held. <laughs> oh my god, I opened an orange juice for this kid, and I was like, okay, now carefully go back to your seat. Literally, immediately, immediately starts just spilling <laughs> it on the floor. <laughs> I was like, you didn't even step anywhere. <laughs> you can't even hold it right. Uh, they're so funny children he's well, like Quinn. playing duck duck goose then he's mad because people are touching his head he's <laughs> why like, are you mad this kid was like i like didn't get this kid because he was like mad because nobody picked him during duck duck goose but first of all he would duck and like make sure nobody could like touch him anytime he would get touched in the circle and he then he was like all. i don't like when people touch my head and i'm like so why are you playing duck duck goose it's not the game and for why you, are you mad child? when people don't touch your head <laughs> what do you want they have to touch your head for you to be the goose he's like crying has his head down i want my mom i'm like girl what are you what is crying? your issue I want my mom. oh boy <laughs> I, I had to deal with my first crying kid of the summer today i was like girl i was like can we no. cheer up yeah, don't. <laughs> Especially because I was like, what are you crying about? You literally don't like your head touch. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you went through Duck Duck Goose having the ideal happen. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was what you wanted. Anyway, oh not sidetracking with more of the kids, but No, of course. Um you can find me at Quimpy Murphy on both Instagram and 
TikTok is the other place I have that particular handle. And then you can find me mm-hmm. at Quinn P. Murphy underscore on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter, not threads. Correct. Um, although I am I am curious to see what's going on on threads, but I feel like it won't be as mean as Twitter. So we need to we need to stay on Twitter. Yeah, um, you're right. I'll stay on that bird app until they shut it down. It's the thing. She's giving me so much. I can't leave her. I feel about Twitter how some people feel about the church. Like, even if it leads us leaves its light, I can't abandon her. Right. Um, She's all I know. And you can find my newsletter at quimpymurphy.substack.com. And you can find me with these damn kids. Tired. All summer long. Wanting to sleep. All summer long. And by that, I mean for the next three to four weeks. Right. And Michael, where pray tell can the people find the show if they're so inclined? Well, they can follow at Manic Pixie Jumpscare on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, where we post the podcast at length and some exclusive content over there. They can also email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. Pleak, pleak, pleak. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Well. We're queen, queen and we're Rebecca, and, and thank, thank you for listening. listening. Um, Crash. It kind of makes me unsettled how well I can like BBL find my face. Like <laughs> Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.